tryout begin. I want somebody to give me that answer. Somebody, speak up. When you woke up this morning, what else? When you started training, young men, your tryout started when you took your first breath. Welcome to another episode of a different basketball podcast. My name is Jordan Mount. Today I'm joined by Green Sports Management CEO Daniel Green. Daniel, man, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on. Every episode, I feel like I have somebody that tops my beard. It's starting to make me mad. It literally is starting to make me mad just a little bit. How long did it take you to grow that beard out? I uh, started during quarantine. So you know, March 13th was kind of the date that uh, everything pretty much shut down in my industry. So yeah, I've been rock out ever since. I'm going to have to really step my game up. As soon as you came on, I saw the beard, and I, I immediately got upset. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. So a little little background on you. You know, it's not every day we get to have a Colgate grad on the show. Um, you know, for, for the listeners that don't know, your, your cousin's Torian Green, uh, your uncle Sidney Green. Um, you know, kind of talk about those guys and, and what, what that means to you, and, and definitely Colgate as well. Okay. Yeah, I'll start with uh, Colgate. So, uh, just coming out of high school, you know, I was, uh, you know, blessed and fortunate to be, you know, a pretty good student athlete and had the opportunity to uh, get an opportunity to play at Colgate University, which is a small Division One liberal arts school upstate New York. Um, you know, I had some great experiences there, you know, playing collegiate basketball. And then, you know, after that, you know, went directly into the sports industry. And, you know, 14 years later, I have my own, you know, sports agency and licensed with both the NBA and FIBA. And I'm sure we'll probably get into kind of my journey from Colgate, but, you know, Colgate means a lot to me. You know, we do actually represent a few guys that played at, that played for at Colgate University and, you know, they're doing some great things with their professional career. So to be able to pay it forward to, you know, my alma mater and in the, in the, from the standpoint of allowing those guys and assisting those guys in their process and their collegiate careers, uh, you know, means the world to me because I was once in their situation, wasn't fortunate enough to play professional basketball, you know, but, you know, if I'm able to, to provide a platform to assist them to, play at the highest level that they can, that that, that, that means a lot. And uh, they've had some great success the last two years under Coach Langle. I uh, wasn't fortunate enough to play for Coach Langle, but a uh, shout-out to him and everything that he's done with that program. Um, you know, always rooting for those guys. Uh, to kind of get to your next question in regard to Torian uh, and also my Uncle Sidney, uh, Torian Green, for those that don't know, is uh, not only my partner in the agency, but also the head of our player development. Uh, Torian's background, he's a – uh, two-time national champion, played uh, for the University of Florida, uh, you know, helping them win back-to-back championships on that same team as Joe Kim Noah, Al Horford, Corey Brewer. Um, and, yeah, he had a great college career, was fortunate enough to be drafted into the NBA as a second round, I believe 54th pick in the 07 draft. Played in the NBA for three years, uh, played in the G League, you know, for about a year or so. And then, you know, over the past, you know, nine years, He's uh, he had a tremendous professional basketball career playing in, you know, all of the biggest markets uh, in Europe, everywhere from Spain, Greece, Italy, France, uh, Turkey. Um, and this year uh, we were fortunate enough to uh, assist him in signing uh, his his what may be his last professional contract in Poland. So not only is he my uh, business partner and also head of our player development but he's also a client you know of mine uh, and we, we represent him as well and have you know assisted in guiding uh his career for the past few years and you know it means the world to me to be you know working arm in arm with you know not only my cousin but you know he's more like a brother to me being that we came up in the ranks together from a young age you know playing the game that we love and you know again to kind of you know go back to who we are as an agency you know green sports management it is a family-owned agency so um that takes me into kind of my uncle sydney who kind of is the 
at the forefront of the of the Green family name um, from a basketball perspective, being that, you know, he's instilled principles of honesty and integrity into everything that we do, um, you know, as a family um, and also, you know, as an agency. So we wear the name proudly. Uh, Sydney is uh, Torian's dad, my uncle. And uh, just a little bit about his background. He was the first round fifth pick of the 1985 draft and played in the NBA for uh, 10 years. I uh, played for teams such as the Bulls, the Knicks, Detroit Pistons, San Antonio Spurs. Um, and then after he finished up playing uh, professional basketball, he went into the coaching ranks, coaching for uh, Southampton, which was a Division II school, coached as an assistant at Indiana, and uh, actually led FAU, which is right in my backyard, Florida Atlantic University. He led them to their first NCAA appearance uh, as a coach. Uh, he's also had some front office experience working with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf was a guy who's the owner of the Bulls, who was a guy that uh, actually, you know, drafted Sydney and, you know, was, was, was a part of his beginning, you know, back in, you know, 84 when he was drafted to the Bulls. Um, and they've, they've remained lifelong friends. And, you know, some odd years later, he offered Sydney the opportunity to not only be a part of their player development staff with the Chicago Bulls, but uh, he's also a community relations ambassador for that organization as well. So that's a little bit about me, my background, uh, Torian, who's my business partner, as I mentioned, my uncle Sydney, who's kind of paved the way uh, from a sports perspective. And, uh, you know, that that's who we are. No, I think that's great. I, I do have one question. You know, you guys, you and Torian are about the same age. Um, so I'm curious, you know, you guys obviously played one-on-one growing up, you know, what, what's that record like? Are you, are you up? Is he up? You know, what, what were those battles like in the backyard at family, uh, family cookouts? Yeah. If I'm being honest, you know, I'm 29 and 0 against Torian. Shout out to Torian. I don't know if he's watching or listening, but, uh, no, Torian's, you know, uh, we actually, I would say probably weren't the best players in our family, to be honest with you. You know, we had some cousins that kind of gave, gave us a little bit of a beat in growing up. And a lot of the things that we were able to implement in our games, you know, came from those guys, you know, uh, everyone from Bernard Green, who played at, you know, he, he had the chance. He played at Texas A&M. Our other older cousin, Devon Green, he played at uh, UCF. Um, so basketball has a longstanding history and tradition in our family. So, uh, you know, we took a lot of, you know, tools, not only from those guys, but also from our uncle and, you know, be, me being from Brooklyn, New York, Sydney being from Brooklyn, New York, and uh, uh, those guys as well being from Brooklyn, you know, we, we, we really, we really uh, were able to learn the game, you know, a different way. And, you know, Torian, he, he, he was a, he wasn't from this, the same neighborhood as us, but, you know, he still has the same, you know, swagger and, and, and morals and principles and, you know, hard nose way that he plays and you can see from the way he plays that he carries that broken swagger even though he's not from there so um just wanted to kind of share that but yeah if you want to yeah. go back to what that record is uh yeah 29 and 0 and i'm sticking to it <laughs> 29 and 0 man i can't can't beat that that's that's the that's the family jewel right there um man you know i, I really do love new yorkers i think i think it's uh some of my best friends are, are from new york and and uh, you guys all have this this uh this mantra about you um where you take care of your own and i think that's an, that's absolutely incredible um you know just to kind of hop right in but your resume is is really I, I was looking you up earlier and um you know last week and you know you're from brooklyn you went to colgate but then you worked for for rose professional sports uh right out of college um, you know, and then you, then you ended up working with, with the Miami heat, you know, now you're at, you know, are where you are. I'm probably missing a few gaps there, but, but I want to know, you know, what's been your favorite part of the journey so far, uh, in, in, in this, uh, this sports journey that you've been taking? Um, great question. So yeah, just in terms of 
you know, it's been, it's definitely been a ride. It's been enjoyable. You know, there's been a lot of highs, a lot of lows, but, you know, definitely blessed to learn from all of those experiences that I had uh, in my career trajectory to get to where I am. I think every, you know, stop and situation that I've been in uh, has prepared me for the role that I'm in now um, because I've seen the game and the industry on all levels, you know, kind of what you alluded to to start, you know, once I finished up at Colgate, had a tremendous opportunity to work for Rose Professional Management, which a lot of people don't know, uh, was the first group to be actually be acquired by CAA. And that kind of kicked started CAA's uh, sports division and basketball division. And as everyone knows, CAA is one of the largest agencies today. Um, I had an opportunity to work for Andre Buck, who worked with Leon Rose, um, that hence the name Rose Professional Management. And uh, Leon is now obviously the uh, president of New York Knicks after being, you know, one of the top agencies in the industry for a number of years. So got some really high level experience, you know, working with, you know, Andre, who was working with Leon at that time, uh, used that experience to uh, uh, leverage and had the opportunity to work with a first round ninth pick of the 07 draft. That player being Joe Noah worked with him very closely, you know, throughout his career uh, for about five years and that led to an opportunity to work with uh you know the Miami Heat where I was fortunate enough to win an NBA championship with the organization um on the business operations staff and you know shortly after that I had an opportunity to go back to my hometown team which was the Brooklyn Nets and you know that was also you know a great experience as well being that you know being from Brooklyn working for your hometown you know was 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 kind of a surreal type of type of feeling you know I remember that same exact location where the Barclays Centers is located um, was nothing but just abandoned train tracks, you know, growing up. And to see, you know, the Barclays Center there right in the middle of Brooklyn looking like a spaceship like that, that was, you know, gave me chills every time I walked into that building. So um, and that that was actually, the, you know, on that Flatbush and Atlantic Avenue location, I uh, grew up playing for an AAU program called Brooklyn USA. And, and uh, oddly enough, that was our meeting point where we always met every day to, you know, go to our you know, games in the summertime when we had, you know, AAU tournaments, you know, around the city of New York. So just kind of the connections and the parallels that were there, you know, it was always a surreal feeling, you know, walking into that building and working with the Nets. Um, and then shortly after working with the Nets, um, you know, all the while had a sports management consulting agency that, you know, I wasn't really able to focus on full time because there was just, uh, you know, not enough time having full time positions with both the Heat and the Nets. But I started that coach consulting agency called Green Sports Management Consulting, you know, back when I was working with Joe Kim to, you know, start my career and kind of put it on the back burner when I worked with these teams. But once I left the Nets, um, you know, got officially licensed with the NBA, officially licensed with FIBA and transitioned that consulting agency to a full full service sports agency. And, uh, you know, I'm blessed today to say that we represent, uh, you know, 95 players uh, that have played, you know, across, you know, pretty much every continent uh, in over 18 different countries um, and also have had, you know, NBA, G League and also uh, international experience on their resume. So um, and we've been able to grow our staff, not only from, you know, me being as a sole agent and Torian being a partner and head of player development, uh, but we also have four other licensed agents on staff, two that are based out of New York, two that are based down here in South Florida. Um, and they have all done tremendous jobs. And, you know, again, just to say, I don't think I would be where I am today if it wasn't for the experience of seeing the way a front office operates, you know, with the Miami Heat and, you know, that heat culture that they talk about is real. And it's stuck with me to this day in terms of the way that I formulate my business and the morals and principles that, you know, that, that we abide by as a company. Um, and then also, you know, as I mentioned before, the Brooklyn Nets seeing kind of how that front office operated as well. Um, and then also having the experience of working day to day, you know, with a lottery pick first round, you know, you know, stellar 
you know, superstar athlete and Joe Kim Noah during his during his career. You know, not many agents, I could say, have that experience where they've, you know, worked that closely with an athlete, you know, from a business management perspective, have an office experience and also learn from some of the best in the industry, you know, with Leon Rose and, you know, Andre Buck at the forefront of, uh, of the first agency that I, that, that I was fortunate enough to, uh, to work with. Yeah, you know, I think it's cool for, for you that, that you have the experience of uh, um, as a player. Uh, then you have the experience of working for an agency. And then you have the experience of being under, you know, pretty much three great cultures, maybe four, um, you know, with, with the Miami Heat, um, you know, Colgate. Um, I would even say, you know, your high school team had to have an effect on you because you were high school teammates with Joe Kim Noah. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Great program at Poly Prep in Brooklyn. Uh, Coach Bill McNally, you know, ran a great program uh, out there. You know, I was fortunate enough to not only play with Joe Kim Noah, um, you know, he was a sophomore when I was a senior, but also playing with some other great players that went on to play, you know, one of my best friends and, you know, uh, teammates from Poly Prep and also Colgate, you know, so Keith Williams, he played at Colgate with me as well. So he played division one. We also had Andre Logan, another great player, went on to play at Princeton. And then we had a lot of other guys that went on to play, you know, at some, some pretty good D3 programs um, and another gentleman that played at St. John's. So coming from Poly Prep, you know, that was also a great program that we were able to build. I was fortunate enough to win a state championship as a sophomore, you know, at that school. And, you know, um, you know, my senior year, it was kind of my show. And, you know, Joe Kim Noah was a part of that ride. And shout out to Joe if he's listening as well. Um, you know, I, I was thankful to be able to play with him. But, you know, he'll tell you that, uh, you know, uh, if you look at the clippings, you know, the, the numbers don't lie. I, I, <laughs> I was the leader on that team. So um, I always give him crap about it. And he always says that I didn't pass enough. But, hey, we were winning. So he had to take his role. Hey, you know, sometimes you just gotta hop in the backpack and enjoy the ride. You know, that's exactly. that's what you know. That's the telling. Come on, young fella, get get in the back, get in the back. <laughs> that's good. Uh, you know, how does how does your playing career? Um, you know, you've played obviously. I was curious. You know, how how does that help you in your role as an as an agent? Because I just think for me, you can you can articulate to these guys like, hey, this is this is what works. This is where your value is. Um, so you know, from a, a pure you know business and player, but your player career, how has that helped you in your in your agency career? I think um, more so from the standpoint of understanding the psychology of an athlete, the psychology of an athlete, and also, um, you know, just the relatability factor because, you know, I've been in their shoes and I understand, you know, the pros and cons of, you know, in the grind of being a professional athlete, you know. So I think that's helped me tremendously um, in communication with those guys as well, uh, being able to. Um, over communicate with them and explain to them the business side of it. I don't just see them as an athlete. I see them, you know, as a professional. So, you know, what I try to do is, you know, not only educate them on, you know, their career and what they, where they could potentially be playing and things of that nature, um, but also try to educate them on the business of sports. So I think that piece, just being a, a former athlete, you know, I never want to leave our clients in the dark in, in regard to kind of what their process may or may not look like. It's not always something that they want to hear, but at the same time, it's always important that they understand the education behind, you know, being a professional athlete and also the professional sports business. Um, and also thankfully enough to have, you know, a business partner who's played the game on all, on every single level. I think that's what kind of separates us from a lot of agencies is that we have somebody actually on our team and in our front office with Torian, who's played the game on every single level that our players are playing at or aspire to play at, you know, and that being from the NBA, the G league to the, you know, professional level uh, internationally. So um, I think that those two things um, really, really separate us from, for, you know, as an agency from, from, from the competition. 
No, I think that's uh, that's incredible, and I, and I like the way you know you put that. You you don't want to have any athletes in the dark, and and I think a lot of guys, um, you know, I've I've been working with with somebody recently, and you know they're kind of in the dark on a few things. You know, obviously their their agents taking care of them, but you know, um, you know I feel like you do a great job of 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 walking them you know, along the whole way and just giving them, you know, a lot of information at the same time. And so I, I think that's great. And, you know, you guys are doing the things the right way. Um, you know, for the people that don't know, you know, you guys, when you guys do your, you get your players in, I think I saw on Instagram where you guys actually, you know, you bring it, you do it all from player development to nutrition, to, uh, you know, marketing, you know, tell, tell us what, if I'm, if you're representing me, you know, what, what do I get from, from green sports management? Yeah. So uh, our course, you know, we obviously have a number of core, a number of services, but our four main core services are contract negotiation. And that's obviously, you know, getting you the best market value uh, for the player that you are on, you know, the resume and skill set that you that you have and what you bring to the table uh, for, for, for a professional sports team. Um, outside of contract negotiation is financial management. Uh, we don't essentially do the financial management piece in house. However, you know, if there is a player that you know, needs a, you know, wealth management advisor and accountant, um, you know, an insurance professional, um, so on and so forth. You know, we have in our network those those folks that can assist them with that process. Um, we don't choose the direct, you know, advisor that is going to work with them. We usually, you know, like to take the approach of saying, hey, here's three or four guys that we know and trust and vetted. You know, let's get on the phone with them or let's meet in person. Let's got, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, in COVID state, you know, that would be, you know, by 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 Zoom or through Skype. Um, but yeah, but, but get with those guys and kind of see, you know, who would be the best fit you know, for those players from a financial management standpoint. Uh, the other services that we do provide in-house are the marketing and branding. Um, based on my experience, you know, from the front office uh, with the Miami Heat and also with the Brooklyn Nets, um, you know, with the Nets, I was uh, part of the global partnerships team where, you know, we were responsible for generating revenue from a marketing partnership standpoint with that with that team. You know, that's kind of in my wheelhouse in regard to kind of creating partnerships. So using the same platform that I had when I was with these professional sports teams. Uh, for example, when you see Nike or you see Gatorade or you see, you know, um, some of these top brands that are partnered with these NBA franchises, you know, we take that similar approach and do that on the scale of working with the athletes that we work with. So that's kind of the marketing piece that we provide as a, as a core service. Um, and then the last piece is player development, uh, which we really ramped up this uh, this year. Um, so from a player development standpoint, you know, we look at making sure that our guys have the tools both in season, out of season, um, and also throughout their pre-draft and, you know, pre-pro career development stage. Um, and that's headed up by, uh, you know, Torian Green, who's my partner. And, you know, he's been, he's done a heck of a job with, you know, being able to guide these guys, not only from the standpoint of the on-court training, but also the mental aspect, the mental approach of what you could potentially expect as a professional athlete. And, you know, you're getting it firsthand from somebody that's done it and been there before so i think that's also invaluable and then outside of just the on-court training portion you know we also you know try to provide our guys with the off-court regimen of strength and conditioning during the off season um and then also outside of that you know you know uh rehab and recovery which is also essential since you know your body is your temple your body is how you make money so you have to invest in that and we, we try to assist in that investment process with our players in terms of getting them you know, to the to, to the up, utmost ranks of uh, taking care of their body and taking care of their game uh, from an on court, off court, and also rehab and recovery standpoint. No, I think that's great. I think you know the player development side and the marketing side are, are both up my alley, and and everybody kind of has a brand. Everybody's had a brand, but with social media now and 
um, you know, how big it's blown up. It's like, you know, everybody's brand can really, you know, you can monetize and, 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 um, uh, you know, really show kind of, kind of what you represent. Um, no, I think that's, that's amazing what you guys do. This is a TBO sponsored podcast. So I got to ask some TBO questions. Sure. Uh, you know, how did, how did you meet, you know, David and Evelyn Magley? How'd that relationship start? Um, great question. So met David, uh, how do we meet David? So we do a tremendous job of pushing and marketing um, our athletes. And, you know, obviously David has been involved with the Canadian League um, and also now the TBL. So he was part of uh, one of our weekly, you know, mailers that go out to commissioners, GMs, coaches, teams. Um, and he saw the promotion that we were doing with our guys and he thought, you know, these guys are doing it the right way. And, you know, David, you know, reached out and we had a few guys that had attended his his combines in years past. And I just was inquisitive and wanted to know more about the TBL. And we hopped on the call and um, David said that, you know, he had an initiative that he was thinking about rolling out, which was called TBL Reps, which is the agency arm of TBL. So we, we fleshed that out and spoke about that. Um, and then just, you know, world being very small, uh, Dr. Kenosha Chastain, who's also involved with TBL reps with me, she was having the same type of conversations with uh, Evelyn Magley. And so we kind of put two and two together and we all got on a call and we saw that there was definitely synergies in terms of rolling out something that made sense for the TBL from a standpoint of player representation, uh, because there's a lot of talent in the TBL um, that, that that don't sometimes don't get the, the, the maximum exposure that they need. Um, so it was kind of a win-win for us because, it, you know, they were, they were able to, we were able to come up with a, with the concept, which is called TBL reps, as I mentioned before, which is the agency arm of the TBL. And, you know, I was named VP of player representation of the TBL and uh, you know, kind of what my, my duty is, is that gives our agency green sports management, it's a cross marketing, cross branding promotion um, to be able to market the 160 players that play in the TBL, um, you know, for international jobs beyond the TBL. So the TBL, you know, wants to utilize their platform so that guys can go on and showcase themselves for a year or two or three, you know, really kind of as kind of a, a vetting mark. No, I'm sorry, not a vetting, but kind of a, I guess you could kind of say G league to the international market. And, and, and that's kind of what that development league has done for a lot of guys. And, you know, thankfully enough, even with COVID, we were able to sign uh, officially two guys that played in the TBL this past year. Um, one Corey Tate, who was, who actually has a tremendous story, which I'll tell you a little bit about later. Um, and also uh, Matt Hart, who was a TBL player who went through the TBL reps program. And, you know, now he's playing in Ireland, but uh, just to kind of double back to Corey, um, the reason why, you know, I really started to believe in, you know, what the TBL was doing. Um, Corey Tate is, is a player that played at the D2 level, put up some tremendous numbers at the D2 uh, level when he was playing. Um, and then, you know, late in, late in the process of, of, last season you know he was he was without a job and it was around september october um and he came to us and said that you know he 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 didn't really have the proper representation in order to get him to where he needed to be and he was you know afraid that he was going to sit out a full season you know and not be able to play and as you may know uh or people that may know if you have a gap in your resume as a professional athlete you know it's, it's kind of difficult to attain a first job so you know what we said is look we can't make any guarantees we can continue to push and see what's out there in the international market but there's a great combine coming up for the tbl and that's going to be uh in december you know if you 
are, are fortunate enough to get noticed by a team, you could potentially be drafted into the TBL. And thankfully enough, I think he was drafted into the second round, played for the Tri-State Admirals. Um, from there, had a great season, ended up leading the league in scoring, uh, was named the MVP of the league by Eurobasket publication. And now this year, uh, he, we were fortunate enough to place him in, uh, in, in, in Iceland. Uh, so he'll be playing professional basketball in Iceland. We just got his ticket actually uh, from the team. And I think they they have him arriving September 6th. So, Success stories like that is, is is really what the TBL is about. And, you know, we're fortunate enough to be a part of such a great league that's that's doing great things for a lot of players out there. So I had a couple of things, a couple of things. Um, uh, first, so Matt Hart and my buddy Paul Jorgensen are, are doing these, you know, online training Zoom sessions together. So I know Matt a little bit. Okay. They both played at George Washington together. Paul's a good buddy of mine. We, we golf a ton. Um, but I do want to say that, that Corey, so weirdly enough, uh, I was at the same combine. I saw him. I was in the room when he got drafted, uh, and then uh, and then I saw him play like seven times this year. Yeah. I think they played like eight games or something with that. But I saw every every game that he played. Mm-hmm. I was in Tri State. I was in Patterson, New Jersey, the first game he played, and I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty good. And then I saw him. I said, yeah, maybe he can if he can keep it up. You know, he'd be pretty solid. Then he did it again the next game. Then he did it again the next game. Um, you know, uh, I take that back. I saw him in Albany first, and so you know, I think. You know, especially at a, at a D two level, you know, guys kind of you know, scoff at D twos, but there's a lot of hoopers everywhere in the, in the country, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of talent, and there's there's a lot of really good players everywhere. So I think the, I think you hit it on the nail. You know, hit hit the, um, you know, great point where this is a developmental league, but you know, there's there's hoopers in this league that can that can play and, and make some noise overseas. So mm-hmm. you know, in that regard, you know, I think that's great. Um, you know, man, I, I know I know we're kind of running low on time. So, you know, I, I do want to get to the, my favorite part of the show, and that's the speed round. Okay. Uh-oh. You know what the speed round is? I don't know what the speed oh, no. round is. Just be careful, man. I, I, I got some tricky <laughs> questions in here. Okay. So the okay. speed round is, is you got one minute to answer as many questions as possible. Um, I got them up here. Uh, I, I, got, I got one tough one that I think is going to throw you. So, you know, that, that's – All right, here we go. Let's get it. You ready? Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. What's your favorite place to eat in Miami? Prime on 12. Favorite part of TBL? Could be one word answer. David Magley. What is your favorite pizza in Brooklyn? Ooh. <laughs> La Traviata on Montague, on Montague Street. What's your favorite gym you've ever been in? That's a tough one. Miami Heat Arena. What's your favorite place to visit? Ooh, uh, I'm living here, Miami, Florida. Uh, how many countries have you been to? Ooh, a lot. I would say over 15. Should I name them all? If you, no, 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 you're good. If you could name one game from college, what would be the best game that you've played in? Ooh. I didn't get a lot of minutes in college, but one of the best games that I've had the best experience in was uh, a game against Holy Cross when one of my best friends, Keith Williams, who I mentioned before, uh, dunked over their seven-footer and then blew kisses in the crowd and took a lap. Time. 
that was probably the best answer that we received during the speed round. That was good. <laughs> that, was, that was good. Let me see. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But the seventh answer was well, that's the seven answers, the best answer that we've ever gotten. So that was that was good. Man. Okay. That was great. Well, Daniel, man, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, thanks to all the listeners today that came on the podcast. A uh, reminder that the TBO golf outing is September 16th at 9 a.m. Looking forward to seeing everyone there. Uh, Daniel, man, it's, it's not every day we get to have a smart guy like you on the show, but that was uh, that was incredible. So I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.